<laughs> How you doing? Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment because I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passions, and that's what I'm going to do for you. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger obstacles that life will present to you. The Money Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds, and how to live a balanced life. My next guest is a 33-year-old artist and skateboarder from Dayton, Ohio. She has been running Proper NAR since 2013. Proper NAR is a streetwear brand focusing on skateboarding and girl power. Black girl magic, that is. It is your go-to stop for original skate decks, clothes, pins, arts, and hats, and more. All of the designs are drawn by her, and she sponsors a small women's skateboarding team. Proper NAR is the only black woman-owned skateboarding company in the market today. The founder and artist, Latasha Stone, channeled her genuine love for skateboarding into creating custom skateboards, clothing, and art prints that are unlikely seen on any other skateboard. She's on the show to discuss being the first black woman to own a skateboard brand because she is on the show today to discuss she is on the show today to discuss being the first black woman to own a skateboard brand. Because of the pandemic, she was laid off from her main job. But guess what? There were bigger things to this story. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Latasha Stone. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, now, what is proper NAR? Um, yeah, proper NAR, it's, um, it started out as like a, a passion project. It, it was just a way to combine, you know, everything that I loved into one thing. Um, you know, I've been skating since I was a kid. I've been an artist since I was a kid as well. And, um, yeah, I just put all that together and just turned it into a business. Now, and, um, really? Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. When you say that, because, you know, when I hear skating, and I apologize for cutting you off, because when you say skating since you was a kid. So you were born and raised in Ohio? In Ohio? Yes, I was. Yep. Um, lived here my entire life. So when, um, so when you hear skating, so you hear skating, you always think West Coast, you think uh, Florida, you think Texas, you think where it's warm a lot of times. In Ohio, I think cold, cold, cold for a long period yeah. of time. Yeah, and that's definitely affected it as well. Um, I feel like I would definitely have gotten better, faster at skating if I had lived somewhere that was warm because, you know, in Ohio, you got like, you know, five good months and then you, you got rain, you got winter, but we do have indoor parks here. So those are fun. Now, when you say indoor parks, what are you, could tell me about exactly what you mean? Because like I said, you started skating at what age? Roll, skating, um, I was around 12. It was in like sixth grade, so around twelve years old. Twelve. Who inspired you? Or what turned you on to the to the art form or the athletic form or skateboarding? Uh, it was kind of a mixture of things. Um, part of it was just like the neighborhood that I grew up in. Like I was always seeing the little neighbor kids out there doing it, and then also um, I don't know if you know like the Tony Hawk skate games. Absolutely. I, I had an N sixty four when I was a little kid, and that was one of the first games that I had. So I was always playing that as well, and then. Like, you know, I do it on the game. Let's go try it in real life. <laughs> well, so uh, so you was inspired by Tony Hawk, who everybody knows is a legendary, uh, probably the probably mm -hmm. probably the most well-paid person in the history of skateboarding, I would say, because he has skateboards, a fashion line and and became like a, a star, a true star. 
before mm-hmm. social media was even out. Imagine how big he would have been if he had social media when he was uh, breaking all those barriers and becoming the star he became on skateboarding. Now, when you when yeah. you want to be a skateboarder, it was two things in your intro that we talked about. One was the fact that you are you can skateboard, but you also are an artist. Mm-hmm. So. Let's talk about the development of that talent, because at the age of 12, you said like about the sixth grade, you started skateboarding. I found the, uh, uh, in your neighborhood, you saw people, you said, oh, I like that. I like to try that. What did the art skill, the artist skills start to, start to develop? Um, well, also when I was a kid, I had an uncle that lived with me and he was an oil painter. And so I was always watching him and I kind of got inspired by that. And then I was always a, doing when I was in school and I would do like little portrait drawings of like all the celebrities and the little boy bands that I would listen to and really just went from there. And then, um, I, I never really quit drawing. I went to art school and then I went to graphic design school. So yeah, it's definitely been a big part of my life as well. So everything, your whole life is the state of Ohio. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so you were born there, did all your art training there, skateboard enthusiast in a in a cold state, and now you launched a company called Proper Nar. What does Nar mean? That's G N A R. Proper Nar. Nar is um, short for gnarly. Um, it's just a term that a lot of skateboarders use. Um, you can use it in all kinds of different ways. Um, it can be something that's like a really cool and like really crazy. Like if you do a really big trick, a really like technical trick, like, Oh, that's gnarly. Or also like, you know, if you like hurt yourself and you get like messed up, like, Oh, that's what, that's a gnarly looking scar you got there. It can be used in many different ways. Well, that now, now I get the term gnarly, gnar. So because mm-hmm. that's that's such a TV term, that's such a California term, and it's really uh, mm-hmm. tied to a, a fantastic African American female skater in the state of Ohio. How does that play out in the in the scheme of things? First of all, first of all, the fact you being black. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, a lot of people assume that I'm from California. Like, I always get people like messaging me, like, "Oh wow, like you're you're in Ohio. Like, I thought you were like in LA or something." But um, yeah, it's definitely affected me a lot. You know, like when I'd go to the skate park when I was younger. Um, you know, first of all, being a woman, like people don't really, you know, like the stereotype of skating isn't a being a girl, and then especially like being like a black woman. Like, there's a there's a few, you know, professional black men skaters but you don't really see women doing that too often so there's definitely you know comments that i've gotten while at the skate park you know about how i don't really fit the stereotype mm-hmm. and uh but i mean here lately it's it's worked out to my advantage but that's that's a newer thing definitely in the past you know people kind of thought it was weird or you know they'd be like Oh, can you really skate? Like, oh, no. Are, are you like a they, poser? Wow. They ask you, can you really skate? Then you have to prove yourself? What, what happened? Yeah. You- um, I, I don't know. People just, uh, they, they kind of don't take you seriously. Like, you go to the park and, you know, people like watch you to see if you can really skate or if you're just there, you know, like skateboarders, they're, uh, they kind of like to gatekeep their culture. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, only try and let like certain people in. So they uh make sure you're legit before they uh work with you and 
you know, support you and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Let me just back up. This is Rashad McDonald talking to Tasha Stone. She's the creator of an incredible company called uh, Skateboarding Company. She's black, female, proper NAR. NAR, you know, like gnarly dude. Since 2013, that's when she founded the company. Now, how do you prove yourself that you can skateboard. That, Cause I've seen people, you know, they, they hit the bottom of the board, it, it pops up and they can grab it in their hand. I've seen people slide down mm-hmm. steps and balance themselves. I've seen people, you know, hit it and it rotates 360 and it comes down and they can land on top of it. What are like three major tricks that you have to show that you can actually, you know, participate in this game of uh, skateboarding and uh, credibility, I guess we should say. Um, you know, a lot of time you'll be at the skate park and people like to challenge you to a game called skate, which is where you, uh, you got to spell out the letters and like whoever spells the letters out first, like every time you land a trick, it's a letter and you know, whoever gets, gets it first wins. Um, that's one of the ways that a lot of, a lot of people are like, Oh, do a kickflip and you got to like bust it out. Like, okay. okay, okay. Natasha can't just throw out these terminology, do a kickflip. You know, I don't know what a kickflip is. Help a, help a host (laughs) out here. So you just can't run out there. You already, I already had to explain to me what gnarly meant. Gnar. Okay. Uh So when you say a kickflip, we on radio, Mm -hmm. tell us exactly what that is. Um, a kickflip is, uh, it's, it's, a honestly one of the tricks, like one of the more technical tricks that people really learn how to do in the beginning, but it's just when you can flip the board, uh, completely around and then just land on it. Like, like you do a, it's like, it, it flips like 360 degrees and you come back and land on it. Okay. So, so you land on it. Now, here's my question about skateboarding. Okay. Can I ask you, how tall are you? I'm five two. Okay, five two. Is 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 it an advantage to be a, a, a smaller in stature, or it is all right? It doesn't matter if you're tall; you can be an outstanding skateboard artist. Um, yeah, it it does have an advantage being shorter because uh, that's one thing about like kids with skateboarding because they they're closer to the ground and that helps with your uh, center of gravity. But anybody of any size and height can really learn how to do it, though. And so now do you have training sessions? Let's talk about your business. Is your business tied to just the, the, the you know, apparel line, the skateboards? And let's talk about that whole process. And also the pandemic hit and you had a main job. That main job went mm-hmm. away. What ran through your mind right there? Was it like, you, did you feel like it was forcing you to commit to your really, your, your number one passion, which was skateboarding and being an artist? Or are you just traumatized by the fact that a pandemic hit you have no job. What's next move? What is move number two in your life? Um, honestly, like both of those. Um, yeah, I was definitely really stressed when it happened. I did photography um, before. Well, well, I, you know, the pandemic, it kind of been starting in January and I, I've been uh, doing the photography there for a couple months. And then, you know, I started to see other places closed down. So I was like wondering, you know, was I going to be next? And then it did happen and, you know, schools closed and it, it was super stressful. So it was like, yeah, I definitely got to do something because that unemployment was not, uh, you know, it was not kicking in. And I mean, I already had the business going, but it was definitely like, all right, now I, now I got the time to stay at home and, you know, really put all my time into it. And I was like, it's now or never, I'm never going to get this chance again to, 
have all this time off, you know, and get everything going. So I just put my all into it. And and all, when you say all into it, what do you mean when you say that? Because of the fact that where were you at when you lost your job with business wise? Where were you at? Um, it was doing okay, but it wasn't. It definitely wasn't doing what it is now. Um, you know, I I couldn't really focus on it fully because you know I did have the other job. You know, it's hard to work you know, 40 hours a week and then come home and then also make your art and then also run the business and do shipping and, you know, all the social media and all that. So, you know, in a way, like getting laid off definitely was a blessing because now I had the full time to manage everything and, you know, get caught up on everything and come out with all these new designs. Well, you know, social media is a plays a major role in um, the business platform now. And uh, you started going viral. And when you say the word viral, did, was that intentional intentional marketing techniques or it just happened when you started allowing yourself it, to see your business blow up based on social media? It really just happened. Um, it was crazy how it all happened. Um, back in early June, I got featured on Beyonce's um, Black Parade business list. And honestly, ever since okay, there, before we go any further, explain everybody what they what exactly that is. The Black Parade Directory of Black Owned Businesses that Beyonce, I think she has like one hundred and forty one thousand Instagram followers, and she created this Black Business page, correct? Yeah, yeah, she uh, put every all these businesses um, on her main webpage. So if you, when you went to Beyonce dot com, it was this list of all these Black owned businesses that she endorsed. And I was one of those. I woke up and everybody was telling me about it. And I, I honestly didn't believe it at first. <laughs> and then I went and saw for myself and I was like, wow, this is crazy. But yeah, um, yeah, she, uh, she really helped launch a, a lot of other businesses. Like I've been hearing from the other people that are featured on that list as well, that they've been having some pretty good successes since then. And, um, Really, after that, I just started getting more people reaching out to me. Like me, um, like me. <laughs> yes, definitely. And um, it, it definitely opened up a whole new customer base to me. And um, I, I did an interview back in July with um, Black Enterprise. Absolutely. And that was when things really took off. And, you know, I went to sleep and I had like 700 some shares on it and I was like you know that's cool and then I look at it the next day and it had like 200,000 <laughs> and it just kept going up and up from there now when you when you, when you say things have taken off what is what is in our world of uh, business or inventory what exactly does that mean um really just like your show says like uh making money you know I um uh, i pretty much made six figures in like one month. And, you know, it was just shocking <laughs> because well, I went from that is you know, money making conversations. That is why you own this show, Latasha. Six <laughs> figures in one month from a person who lost her, jo her job during the pandemic. That is truly, truly, you, you know, things happen for a reason. And we, we, that's a cliche. That's a cliche. You always say things happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so here you are, you were a photographer and then you got laid off from your job during the pandemic in the month of June. Someone told Beyonce about your product. Someone was impressed. Someone knew you had mm -hmm. value and she posted you on her website, post attached you to her Instagram. Count. I remember when it came out, you know, Beyonce is an amazing person. I'm from Houston, Texas. She's from Houston, Texas. I know Beyonce. She's a true, a true rebel. 
to the cause mm -hmm. and she is true blackness and to be featured like that. But more importantly, she's just not a black artist. She's a international artist. So I'm sure mm -hmm. your, the impact of her, of you being on her website was an international impact, correct? Yes, definitely. I, I sold in countries that I'd never sold in before. Um, but yeah, I definitely, it, I, I went from, you know, not knowing where my next paycheck was going to come from to this. And yeah, it's, it's overwhelming, but it's definitely a blessing. Now, what's next up for you, my friend? You know, you're an artist. We didn't talk a little bit about that because I went to your website page and you're an incredible artist. It almost seems like your work on these skateboards and your clothing is really like stuff. If I don't, if I wasn't a skateboard artist, I could frame your skateboard and put it on the wall. It's almost like art. Yeah, um, and that's my goal with it. Because, like, if you look at other skateboarding brands, you know, a lot of them just, you know, they'll put their brand name, their logo, and, and that's it. And, you know, I didn't really like that at all. I wanted to do something different and, um, you know, really just, just stand out from the things that these other brands we're doing um the next thing that i want to do um i've got some collabs coming up uh definitely get some new designs out um i've had a lot of people ask me to do longboards and cruisers so you know just getting out new styles and i i'm looking at spaces i want to do a uh, retail so because i right now i, I just have a, a small area that i work out of but i've outgrew that within the last month <laughs> Definitely need some more room. Well, yeah, you know, you're six figures now. We could, but but let's let's be smart here. Let's be smart here, okay? Mm -hmm. You you your your space is working. You was able to generate six figures of income out of that, okay? You online, mm -hmm. okay? That means you don't have to pay rent anywhere. You don't have to pay an insurance anywhere. You don't have to hire security or hire some extra staff to sell because they may not sell while they're there because online is really amazing. So so. How can you maximize or how are you trying to maximize your online growth, growth through sales and exposure? Um, well, right now, I'm really just getting more content together. Um, we're working on a skate video right now. And then I've got uh, my skate team that I work with, you know, really just uh, filming new material with all the new designs and stuff. Um yeah, just working with them on new content, basically, you know, ramping up this marketing, getting that ready, trying to be more official with my stuff. You know, before I, it was a mostly a mixture of like a user submitted videos and not really like original content. So, you know, definitely coming out with more of my own original stuff with uh, the girls that I work with. Well, I'm talking to uh, Latasha Stone. Um, she's the founder of Proper NAR. That's like gnarly, NAR. If you, NAR, that's a great, that's a great move on that board. Or NAR, you fell off of it. You know, NAR can, has universal tones, good and bad. She's the founder and artist, Latasha Stone. Now in 2013 in Ohio, this is the beauty of her, her brand. She's born and raised in Ohio. She was educated in Ohio. She learned how to skateboard in Ohio. Her brand has taken off because Beyonce put on her on that Black Parade directory for black owned business. She woke up and she realized that she was a social media star. Now, I'm not talking to a one man operation here. Am I talking? Because I, I wonder who else are helping you right now. I know you you got laid off or got your job went away. Who are, what is part of your team that's making you successful right now? Um, well, I, honestly, 
like I've got two people that work with me right now and I just hired them here recently. But um I got my friend that's helping out with social media and then um I got my other friend that's helping out with a customer service and then we all work on shipping and stuff like that. So yeah, I definitely got, you know, a pretty solid team behind me. You know, people that also skate that I've known forever that I can actually like afford to pay now to work with me. Mm-hmm. So, payment yeah, is key because you know when people when you when you go viral and they, they they know you're making money it's the handshakes mm-hmm. and the high fives go away what is the now you have the underground brand new line of colorful creative and original skateboards that average 55 to 60 dollars each and can be ordered on the company's website along with the artist's own unique artwork prints accessories and apparel what sets a price for a, a good quality skateboard and you are you you because I don't really see you as competing with other brands because I feel I see you as a as a high profile niche brand that can only grow as much as you put into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I tr- try to set my prices to where people can still afford them, but also you know my designs are different than everybody else's, so I kind of have to take that into consideration right. as well. You know, being a small business. You know, you have these other companies where they can purchase, you know, thousands of units of inventory and get it at like a lower price because they're purchasing in such like a huge amount. And um, yeah, so I haven't really been able to do that until here recently. So that's also like reflected in my price as well. But um, also, you know, I, I want to get um, different types of people in a skateboarding. I, I like to work with beginners and also like, you know, people from like less privileged areas. Right. And so I also want to keep it affordable for people like that also. Cause you know, if you go to like a, a bigger skate shop, you can spend up to like two to $300 getting your whole setup together. And, you know, if you're just starting out, you may not want to spend that much because you know, what if you spend all that and then you, don't like it and you just drop like $300 on this thing that you're not going to use. So I definitely take that into consideration when making my prices. Again, again, Natasha, you've used some language that I have to be educated on. You said the setup. Okay. Mm -hmm. What exactly is the setup? I'm I'm assuming that's pads on your elbow, pads on your knees, a helmet and a skateboard. What what are you calling a setup? Um, Yeah. Some people do wear the pads and the helmet and all that. But um, what I was referring to, is uh, you have the skate deck and then you have the trucks, which is what holds the wheels on. And then you have the wheels, you got the bearings, um, your hardware, which is like the screws that holds all that on. And then uh, you have grip tape, which is a, it's kind of like a sandpapery material that goes on top of the skate deck. And uh, that like helps keep your feet like stuck to it when you're doing your tricks and stuff. Mm. Yeah. So uh, you got to, you can either, uh, buy it all separately and put it together or um, I'll, I'll have completes in the shop here next month where you can just pull it out of the box and it's all put together and you can just hop on it and go. Wow. Now, here's a little note here. The products you created are created with teen girls and young women in mind who love to skate or who are in the, into alternative or subversive fashion, subversive fashion, fashions. Well, mm-hmm. what do you mean when, when you said teen girls and young women who love to skate? Are your boards smaller or do they handle a particular weight? Can team boys do it? Wow. Talk to me about that. Or just the designs on the skateboards just promote teen girls and young women. It's more so um, the designs that are more aimed towards women. 
Um, but yeah, the sizes can be for anybody. Um, if you are a girl or a woman, you they usually order the smaller sizes, so I do tend to stock more of those. But yeah, it's more like the it, when I say that, I mean more towards the the designs and the style of things that I design. It's aimed towards women in that way. Absolutely, absolutely. And my last question is about uh, your show was uh, your skateboards was featured on an HBO show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was featured on Betty. Um, it's this show that just came out in May, and uh, it was on HBO, and it's a show that follows these teenage girls around New York, and, you know, they skateboard, their skate crew, and, uh, you know, it was about skateboarding, but also about the their lives and the things that they're going through right now. So, that was in May. So, mm-hmm. obviously, it shot it before, before May. So, so it, this was almost like destiny. You had to leave your job, your full-time job, to accomplish what was mm-hmm. about to come. In May, the HBO show popped up. In June, you were recognized on black, in the Black Parade Directory of Black-Owned Business by the incredible global phenomenon called Beyonce. And now Black Enterprise featured you. The article got shared, shared, shared. That's how I found out about you. It was through Black Enterprise. And because I'm always oh, looking awesome. for, I was awesome. I'm just telling you that it, it does help. You know, during my show, somebody going to hear this show or find you. And you have to just keep marketing. You don't turn down a good moment. You know, and I'm going to feature you on my, on my, I have a shopping, a shopper zone uh, on my moneymakingconversation.com. I'm going to post you in there. I'm going to feature you in my uh, newsletter that goes out to 93,000 followers. All these things. Things are part of why I put together money making conversations to get brands who are unique, especially young women who are trying to make a difference. I grew up with six sisters. My daughter, I have one child. She's a 23 year old. Uh, she's 23 years old and she's a daughter of mine. And I, I, I represent that 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 belief that I got to support 100 percent, you know, black girl mm-hmm. magic, black girl magic. <laughs> yes, yes, and there uh, definitely needs to be more people like you out there. Like, I appreciate that so much. Definitely, Black Girl Magic. That's like one of the the foundations of my brand. Also, well, awesome. Let's tell, let's tell us how we can reach you. Give us out your give out your website. Give out your social media information so we can close this out. And you know, show us your marketing tools. Nar. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um. My website is propernar dot com. P R O P E R G N A dot dot com. And then um, it's the same on everything. Twitter, Propernar, Instagram at Propernar, TikTok at Propernar. Not much on the TikTok, but um, we're going to be working on that and getting some more content up here soon. So, yeah, definitely keep an eye out. I'm talking to Latasha Stone. Propernar is the only black woman-owned skating board company in the market. She's an artist. She's a talent. She's straight out of the Midwest. Steve Harvey. Straight out of the Midwest. There's a lot of great people come out of the Midwest. My friend, thank mm-hmm. you. And what city, before we leave, what city in Ohio are you based in? Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. That's a great city. I've been there many times when I was doing stand-up comedy. My friend, thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations. And again, I'm going to promote you on my um, Shopper Zone, which is on Money Making Conversation, and I'm going to promote your rant. So they probably reach out to you, get some artwork and some links to make sure we're clicking through to the right things when we post you on our social media platforms and also post you on our newsletter. But much success. And thank you for doing that Black Enterprise article because it allowed me to allowed me to find you. Thank you so much. And thanks so much for sharing and letting me talk and have this platform. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations. All righty. Bye-bye. 
Hi, if you Thanks. want to hear more interviews on Money Making Conversations, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.